Magic Art Workshop. And I believe we have Danielle. Hi. Hi there. No problem at all. Um, Harrison, Danielle, Danielle Harrison. Hi. Hi, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. So is this our our group? I think it is. This is our group. All right. Wait, I'm the only one, I'm like the only additional participant? You are our special guest. Oh, you are awesome. this is a private conversation. That's right. Actually, Danielle, this is an intervention. Oh, okay. <laughs> now I me, get Danielle, it. Danielle, but I'm here to help you. Harrison is the interventionist. Oh, perfect. <laughs> um. So, are you are we recording? Do you want to get started? How does this work? I mean, it's like yep. so interesting to me. Do, do, you, do you jump on in? Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Okay. Well, um, here we are in a confab. Um, I'm Harrison, um, and uh, part of this is about talking about what conversation and and, and the, the artwork set of and the other artists that do uh, what sort of like artwork they do. Um, uh, the, Danny sent out the PDF earlier uh, this week, I think, with some imagery of stuff, of events that we've taken part in and things like that. Um, I guess, where to begin? Um, as a performer, um, the kind of stuff I like to do is really out there. People um, sort of, I feel like there's a big like, sort of push right now for a lot of performance artists, especially in the whole, like, like a drag scene is like really becoming really mainstream right now and performers like that. Um, the whole, like, sort of research of the club kid sort of is in, like, in New York and L.A. is, like, really big. Um, looking at the kind of stuff that, like, I like to do in terms of performer is not really, it's sort of in that thing, but it isn't really at all. Um, I sort of laugh a lot when people, like, ask me about sort of performance work and what it really means to me. And, like, I, um, a lot of people always sort of, when they see me dressed in costume, I assume I'm going to do a show, like I have a number at some point, and I get on a stage and like sing something or tell you a couple of jokes, whereas actually what I like in terms of this is the image draws you in, and then um, then I get to keep you entertained on a more, like, more personal basis. Like what I like to do with this is, yes, you might see, you know, a very like, like a bold look in your face, but to me, it's more about the charm of being able to talk to someone. Um, Danny, often, I think when we were chatting before about this, you know, I think one of the questions you mm-hmm. had was, like, how do you keep, or how do people engage you, or how do people engage? And I've been doing a lot of thought on that because it's actually a really natural process. Um, there isn't, for me, necessarily... Um, like a gimmick, I don't necessarily have like you know the three jokes that I'm going to tell everyone to get them engaged. It's, you kind of start spotting people who actually want to engage with you, but aren't sure if they are allowed to. I feel like a lot of people see people in, in sort of like a grant, you know, sort of like scale costume, and and they they see them as um, as maybe decoration as opposed to something interactive. And I feel like I sort of like try to follow the social cues of someone like. Almost like flirting. You can tell when someone's sort of giving you the eye across like an event and want to chat with you but don't know how to start it. 
Um, but I get to be the person to start the conversation because, like, okay, you're not going to come up here, but let me talk to you. How's it going? What's going on? What is this? What is that? Mm-hmm. Um, and you really start engaging people. Uh, you learn really quickly. You'll see people fall into conversation very quickly. And it becomes, it's actually really nice. Um, it's almost makes it re- it's almost too easy to start a conversation because, um, in a sense, I am the elephant in the room. So let me just go ahead and start talking about it. So can I ask cool. a question? Absolutely. Uh, um, so how do you – do you always go to events? Like is it always an event that you're at, or do you um, go like out on the street just sort of at random ever? Um, I, it, so it's not always events. Um, okay. We, I feel like in terms of doing this, uh, it's very easy to be event-focused. Um, just sort of like give yourself like – like something on the calendar. But a lot of times um, it's, it's also on the one of like, hey, you know what? We should get dressed up and go out tonight. Um, so mm-hmm. easy to pop into like a bar or a club or even like surprise someone at like a party or showing up in a costume. Mm-hmm. We've done that. Um, uh, we had a, I had a friend who was getting married and like her um, or, or his, you know, what was it? Um, it was like their best friend was getting married. And so uh, I had a friend ask, like, hey, you know, I know you guys, from time to time, like, we'll be out and about. Could you stop by the bachelor party? So instead of, like, having, like, a, you know, stereotypical, like, bachelor party stripper situation, uh, four drag queens showed up and uh, entertained the gaggle of gentlemen, um, which actually, again, like, became really incredible because all these guys were also, like, really accomplished jazz musicians. And so they became this, like, impromptu, like, concert sing-along thing. It was kind of, it was, like, really incredible. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, so things that just sort of happen, you sort of jump into it. Uh, events are nice, but they can often help you, like, put together a theme, per se. But a lot of times it also comes down to, like, you know what? I got a new wig. Let's go take it for a spin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Does it, um, I, I guess I have a lot of questions about context, and I'm, like, wondering, does it matter where you take the new wig for a spin, or... Um, like, are there certain places where your um, performances would function better or not? Um, it, seem, it seems like they're really predicated on, you know, um, specific contexts. I don't know if that's – because I haven't actually seen, you know, how you work in person, so I'm just basing yeah. this on the image. Um, so that's something I was kind of wondering about. Absolutely. Um, I, there's definitely places where – this works and that that doesn't work, and I think it really comes down to um, it comes down to the the crowd, honestly, people who are sort of receptive to something uh, as you know different, like you know, like a performer just showing up into like a bar or a restaurant. Um, like I'm not going to go to like douche city USA in heels and like a crazy wig and be like, this is going to be cool. Um, do you know what I mean? Um, I, so I think mm-hmm. it's a performance space if it's going to be something as random as like going to a place. Definitely going to be more uh, mindful of, um, of, the, of sort of like the crowd that's going to be there. Um, in terms of like, I think most of this really honestly works in, in a place where people have maybe a more of an open open mind. 
or they're open to the idea of you know this, uh, of like a, a random person showing up in a costume. Um, mm-hmm. Is that answering your question a little more? Um, there isn't like a specific place I would say in terms of like where I'm going to take my wig out for spin. If it's like oh I might as well go to like this bar or this like you know party or something like that. I think it really just depends on um, maybe what's happening that 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 evening to be like, oh, you know what, this, these three things sound cool. Let's see if we can make it to, like, two of them. And then just sort of take it from there. Because you'll read your crowd also really quickly once you shove into a place and realize, like, well, misjudged that. Um, let's go to the next place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess I just wonder, like, um, it seems like it's really constructed around a context that's already performative, whereas, like, if you go to the grocery store, you're not going to have the same interactions that if you're in, like, a club or a party where where it's it's about kind of it's more about those sort of interactions. You know what I'm saying? Uh, absolutely. Um, no, we actually kind of joke. I don't even. I couldn't find these pictures. They're really funny. Like we have actually done that, gotten into costume and gone grocery shopping. But we did it mm-hmm. mostly for uh, photo op for ourselves. We were putting together a small like project that ultimately didn't really go too many places. Um, but it was like, you know, why not? This would be actually kind of interesting. Um, and I think in that sense, um, it is the interactions or, like, viewing the people in a, in a situation like that, um, you're of course, not going to get the sort of same, like, reception you would at an event. Um, the time that we did that, it actually are, it kind of seemed like we were invading someone's space more so than, like, going to, like, a place where people are out and are focused on being... Um, you know, as part of, you know, a group and drinking and having a good time or, you know, looking to, like, make new friends or talk to people. Like, a grocery store in a situation like that is a very, like, people are, you know, are very focused. They're very, very specific, like, idea of what's happening. And it becomes, uh, it, it is that fear that something like that might be perceived as, like, we're joking or, or taking a joke too far almost, invading someone's space like that. So mm-hmm. I feel like we are a little more focused on the idea of, um, of what's going to be jovial and not maybe perceived as like if someone's trying to like get me on video doing something weird, you know what I mean? Like it's like a, like a prank. Mm-hmm. So it, yeah, know, trying to like wait, like be you know not cross that line to a certain point. It's kind of a fine line. I'll put it that mm-hmm. way. And so you, I would I would assume that you prefer these events in which you sort of like understand the rules and then you you can kind of come up with your idea of what your costume is going to be and your performance, and then you go into it. And then that, that event acts like the frame for what you're doing. Would that be yeah, true? Yeah, absolutely. I, I would say that is completely true. I think that, that um, you know, at that point it allows us to really focus on building whatever character it is we are developing for that, say, sort of like event per se or like the night out. Um, having our look sort of dictate maybe – the type of, like, character we are presenting, I should say. Um, because, you know, it, it isn't like we're, uh, you know, uh, if I'm doing something, I'm not, like, being, like, one person, you know, that it's not like you get to, like, have this one character, which works for a lot of performers. They get to be, like, that one character. But this is more of an open, um, like, it, I like it, to, you know, more open in the sense of, like, okay, well, at this event, here's the theme, I can actually work around this and be, like, this person, as opposed to, like, well, I'm always Harrison, um, so 
narrowing it down to like one 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 like person actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of these events that we don't actually, you know, I'm like naming the character, but like other events, um, we're doing it at the, it is character driven because people uh, maybe like a certain character and want that character to be at the event. Uh-huh. So how, what kind of conversation, oh, go ahead, sorry. No, please. I was just wondering if you could talk, I'm kind of, I'm really curious. Could you talk more about like how you develop a character? Um, what that process is like for you? Yeah, um, you know, I do a lot of, I mean, most of this is very collaborative. As you can see in all these pictures, I work, uh, when we're doing this, with working a lot with a smaller group. And so a lot of it actually becomes, uh, the development just comes from conversations we have together about like, what we want to accomplish. Um, sometimes it goes actually as simple as like we uh, like this, this image of like, Louis the Fourteenth, like gowns and like, what do you want to do with this to actually make it like a little more playful? Um, and then from that, we sort of like, all right, cool. So should we like give ourselves fake like, very like aristocratic names and like take it to a level on that? And then other times it's like, you know what? People really want you know the old Jewish grandmother character to come out tonight. So can you put on? <laughs> Um, your gaudy jewelry and your dresses and come and just give everyone a little, like, motherly anti-attention. And you're like, absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, you sort of, like, at that point get to, like, really, um, you can, we get to dive as deep as we want into it. Like, there's certain, you know, I'll say this, there are certain times when we put together a costume or put together some sort of, like, um, character for an event that halfway through you realize, like, oh, this really isn't working. Like, maybe, like, people aren't engaging with it as well as you want. And it doesn't necessarily mean that they don't like the look you did, but it might be like, oh, maybe people just aren't entertained by this character we created. And you sort of have to sort of roll the punches that way and realize, like, um, almost like, you know, recognizing when someone can't take a joke, you know what I mean? Like, you're you're Mm -hmm. ribbing them a little bit, and you realize, like, oh, this person does not go well with this. So let me let me sort of turn this the other direction and um, make, you know, some people want to be, you know, want to be sort of be the joke around with other people. You sort of have to sort of play like, oh, no, we're friends. So I'm going to talk to you like we're best friends. That way, continue that comfort level as opposed to like, okay, what is the person going to say to me next? So like, you know, mm-hmm. they think they're entertaining me, but, you know, things like that. So once you have people sort of uh, <clears throat> riveted by your character, um, how do you, what's important to you for the conversation? Like what's, what's important about that interaction? Um, I, the most important part of that to me, I mean, it is actually humanizing the character, I should say. A lot of people performance artists in costume and again they often are sort of perceived as decoration more so than a person in the costume um, and uh, I mean you I've actually been treated as a prop before in costume and I've had to explain to the person um, politely but also very assertively that it was like hi human being, please don't whip me around the room because you want a photograph with like 
five of your best friends across the place. Like, let's chat for a minute. I'm going to tell you you look gorgeous. And then from there, let's talk about, you know, getting a picture or something like that. Um, so I think that a lot of the conversation, honestly, is, is to engage, but also to put people at ease and to be like, yeah, this is um, something you – it's tangible. You can talk to me. We, um, you know, want to engage with you. We, we don't want to – you know, there are certain artists who prefer the whole pedestal idea. You see me, I sort of wink at you, but there's no real interaction. Whereas the preference for me is to like, no, let's chat. You probably have questions. Why am I wearing this? I'll tell you why I'm wearing this. Um, how did I do this? Why do I do this? You know, the conversations often lead to that. And they're like, you know, some people, you know, want to actually talk about like, oh my gosh, my cousin does makeup. I, mean, I wonder if she'd ever do things like this. And it's like, well, why not? Uh, really sort of like trying to get um, – I don't want to use the word like I'm trying to inspire anyone. That isn't necessarily what we're trying to do. But it is one of the idea of showing it like, well, um, I decided to do this one day, and it was really fun, and I do it whenever I can, sort of conversations like that. So they end up actually being more – the engagement is really about like a, about the look and the process. And it, um, I think people get, you know, are really fascinated with the idea of someone taking them – sort of taking the reins of a costume and just owning it and going out and doing it. And they want to they talk about it. And what it feels, I think a lot of it talks about, like, you know, this seems like, oh, my gosh, you have so much confidence to do this. And it's like, confidence is part of it, I guess. You know, and you sort of like talking about going down that line of things. And people start talking about, like, you know, their favorite, like, you know, dress that everyone says is crazy or, like, you know, their favorite pair of shoes. or they, Everyone has a moment where, like, you know what, I took a, a chance once, and you start having conversations that sort of lead that direction as well. Um, as I also say this, some conversations, um, of course, don't go as in-depth. Others do. But also part of the thing we've sort of learned um, in doing, like, sort of work like this is how to – to know when you need, when the conversation needs to either progress or needs to have a polite end because you realize, like, mm. part of your job as a performer <laughs> is to engage with many people. I can't sit on this bar stool next to one person all night. It's, so it's about letting sure, like, you're connecting with people, but also with multiple people, not like, all right, well, I've made two friends here. I guess my job is done. It's like, no, uh, it's great that you met this person. Continue. Continue working in the room. Continue, you know, walking around, um, seeing if you can, you know, get in the middle of groups of people. One-on-one conversations are really amazing, but also then the tête-à-tête of a small group is always, like, it's always super fun to me. hmm So it would be, um, see, have you ever developed, like, relationships from these interactions? Like, have you ever made a new friend? Someone that's like, hey, let me get your number. Or do they all pretty much stay kind of surface? I, it, it really depends. There, I definitely have made some friends while doing it. Um, some, I feel like you kind of know how to gauge if you're going to interact with someone later in this sort of scenario. Um, I would say at this point... Um, it's more, it's, I don't think it's less about making friends for me, but I think it's, you know, at a 
oh, God, that comedy. Like, when you get to a certain age and, like, friendships are hard and, like, maintaining. I think it's one of those things where it's, like, um, I love to, like, engage at a certain point. It's, like, I gotta, I'm going to go home and take this wig off now. And I don't want you to expect that if we were to hang out, it's always going to be this. You're hanging out with me my often means um, I'm wearing all black and um, we're going to watch some TV together. It doesn't mean, oh, cool, we're going to this really cool party and we're going to meet cool people. Because odds are um, we're not doing that. <laughs> we're going to talk one-on-one and it's going to be super fun, but you are, you're totally probably not, you're viewing this the wrong way if you think that this is like 24-7. This is like, nope, I stepped into this look for six hours and now I'm stepping right back out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, it seems like me, there's I, a kind of... Oh, sorry. No, you go ahead, go ahead. Oh, okay. It seems like there's a kind of theater to, um, to the interactions that you're kind of playing off of pre-existing context and then kind of developing interactions and characters within that, um, is, is that something you think about? Like, do you feel like your work is relevant to theater or do you feel like it's quite distinct from it in other ways? Um, I mean, I think it's a really good question. I don't necessarily maybe think of it in those terms, but I think that it easily translates into sort of in, into a, a theater mode. Um, I think a lot of it is it is theatrical in terms of like maybe like the look, but we really sort of roll the punches more of like an improv situation, you know. Um, but I don't necessarily. As weird as it sounds, I don't like I I consider myself a performer, but I don't consider myself to be like an actor. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, cause I I like it. Just to be more organic, I guess. Um, I love the. I, I've always loved the idea of like, of, of like acting and being an actor, but I never. It just never seemed like something that. Like it didn't a road I wanted to go down. I like this more like sort of natural approach to it, to where you never really know what the script is going to be, so to speak, when you interact with people. Yeah, I mean, I think there's but like a kind of set building though. That happens. Say that again. I'm sorry. There's almost like a, a way of building a set within a pre-existing context, like your your body and your kind of physicality and your character become that set for the interaction, even if it's like not scripted. Oh, that's a good point. I think I way to to put that. I never really thought about it in that context. I guess, but yeah, you know, completely. I mean, cause, Danielle, do you? I mean, we're. Go ahead, Danny. I was going to say, do you do you think that because the the like look is so over the top and dramatic that it um, it creates this this falseness like theater does or can? Um, I don't no, I don't even know if that's where I'm going with it. I'm just saying I think there's a kind of semiotics to each look, right? Like the character has a specific specific reference, for example. Like there's mm-hmm. some that feel more like they come out of a, a horror movie and then there are others that feel like they come out of like, um, you know, uh, the movie Vanity Fair or something like that. And that, I think mm-hmm. that stages how the, con- like what happens within the conversation potentially. Um, and also the context that you're inserting yourself into is 
um, kind of meant for that sort of circulation. So people are going to bars or parties to have interactions with other people. So I think it's not so much about, from my perspective at least, about falseness as more about like the, the kind of sign making of theater and how you set up a situation for, um, for a, a narrative that wouldn't have otherwise existed in that context. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, it does. I mean, I don't know if that's like helpful for you at all, but that's just something I keep kind of coming back to because there's like a specificity to each character. Um, and it feels like it's that part of it is scripted. So your body kind of becomes the stage for that narrative. And then the interaction unfolds from there potentially. But do you see a wide variety of um, interactions, Harrison, or, or do you kind of just, or could you almost narrow down the characters to like five? One person like wants nothing to do with you, one person wants this, one person wants that, or is it just like really diverse? Um, I, I, I would say it's easy to narrow down um, mm -hmm. because these interactions also aren't, you know, likely going to, it's going to be like five to ten minutes at most. Um, so you kind of know like what what works and what doesn't work and then you sort of like read the person to know like maybe where you can take the conversation. Um, mm -hmm. But it's, I wouldn't say it's like, like diverse. It's, I think, it's, it's, yeah, it's not really a diverse like, you know, list of like sort of like interactions or, you know, how I'm going to approach something. There's generally a more, like, I think you, in terms of, like, you know, say, like, hosting, like, you know, like a, well, say, like, a hosting job, like, say, at a restaurant. You sort of know the five ways you're going to interact with a customer um, as, like, your small talk. Um, in terms of, like, a performance aspect, it's, like, the small talk, I think it just becomes a little more, um, maybe a little more exaggerated based on, maybe, like, hey, yeah, uh, how you look um, sort of, playing off of what Daniel was saying and so sort of like thinking about it in terms of like the idea of like, yeah, you're, this, it is sort of like setting this like theatrical stage. Because um, I mean, especially if we're just showing up to like a, a, rest, or to a bar and not to an event, if there's not something specific going on, but we're just showing up there, you're right. Like we actually just created an event where we went without, you know, maybe, maybe think of it in those terms. Do you feel like you um, kind of learn something different from each interaction, though? I, um, it depends. I, I think that I've had some really great conversations um, and interactions, um, but I would say that the majority of interactions, um, I, my goal is always to make sure when I end the conversation that someone is, like, you know, and leave the conversation like excited that they, that something just happened. Um, but nine times out of ten, in doing so, that often means that things are just—it's more about um, there's not more a lot of a connection between the conversation, but more it's about sort of like I don't know empowering the you know the other person and to be like yeah this is cool I'm so glad we had a chat um, you know are you having a great night let's talk about things like that so some of them are like sort of topical to like what the event is whereas others 
especially if you are just showing up places, it actually ends up being more about, you know, I think there's more engaged conversation. Because oftentimes if we're, if we're working in an event, I would say, um, out of like, say, like 10 conversations, like three might be pretty, like, really cool and engaged and, like, you know, there's a lot of, like, great dialogue. The other seven um, are either going to be like, hey, how's it going? Glad to have a good night. Or, oh, yeah, the bathroom's that way. <laughs> but like is the conversation um a means to learn or is it like a kind of mechanism to move you through a space or you know like how does the conversation kind of function um beyond maybe producing like a kind of happy affect you know or is that what, yeah. it, what it does um i it's i kind of like look at it differently based on like maybe Honestly, based on like how what my mood is that day. Some days you like, you might you know kick yourself because you're like, oh, why did I agree to do this tonight? Um, you know, and then you get your mood and you get there. It's like I'm still gonna be happy. I'm still gonna be like approachable and and, and jovial, but I'm I might be like on sixty percent. So I want these conversations to be like quick but happy. So I'm not. I don't really have a real focus. Whereas other times they're like, all right, I'm into this. We're going to do this, and we're going to, and and, and all of a sudden it, the conversations actually end up being um, maybe more engaged. I would say, um, honestly, it's it, it's all for me based maybe like there's a lot of like sort of like mixed in for like maybe how I choose the conversation to be um, if I use it as a means of just sort of like navigating through a room, or if I want to utilize it as more of like well, honestly, the conversation is also what's entertaining me because standing in a costume for that amount of time is um, often very uncomfortable. Um, and so the conversational aspect is also what sort of it keeps me engaged as well. So I sort of take that, I mean, take that into account pretty, pretty highly. Um, otherwise, mm-hmm. it's just... Again, then I then I become just a, a piece of decoration, and well, that's cool for an hour, and then I want a break. Mm-hmm. Do um, do places sometimes ask you to come? Like you said, sometimes yeah. they're like maybe friends will have you places, but at any of these events, like are they sometimes like saying, "Oh, we're doing fall ball. Can you come in costume?" Uh, yes, they yes that um, there you know there's times we choose to do it on our own, but we it, we do get invited to come to places, which is always super nice. At that point, um, it's always fun to collaborate with someone you've never really worked like directly with before. I think, and that's honestly one of the my my favorite parts about this sort of this kind of performance is the collaboration. Like, I, I love hearing other people's ideas and sort of seeing, like, where they think maybe a certain event is going or how they would like us to um, interact in it. And then um, sort of been blessed to be given a lot of, like, sort of, like, free reign over what we want to do as well. So, um, but it's always nice to hear someone else's view of, like, maybe, like, what we're doing. And um, I also like you know, taking that feedback and, and seeing if I, you know, tailoring what, what we do to what, what maybe, maybe needs we don't necessarily think about for, like, 
times where we just choose to go out and do things. But um, we had, you know, very lucky to have people who like what we're doing and to invite us to come and do uh, be part of their events. It's always, mm -hmm. I don't know, it's, you know, again, the collaborative effort to me is always, it's, that's the side of this in terms of like the not, you know, dialogue that you know, not really engaged part of the performance for the dialogue behind the scenes, but also I really, I just love, you know, the idea of picking, you know, the brains of a group who already sort of know what they want out of something and to kind of see if they, you know, if there's more that, like, I can also be thinking about in terms of certain, like, not just even costumes and looks, but even just sort of, like, understanding someone's, like, whole premise of, like, why they're doing an event. Because like, events can be very, you know, topical in terms of, like, okay, like you mentioned, like, the fall ball. Um, or there are people, you know, have, like, much more, like, focused events and, like, themes and, like, you know, sort of, like, diving into it. But there's people who just throw a party because it's, like, yeah, cool, I throw a party every Wednesday. You should just come to this party sometime. You know, mm -hmm. you definitely get to get someone's, like, background in something also you can help develop, you know, new ideas, more, you know, new looks, things like that. Um, even to the point of pushing... Um, pushing sort of like ourselves too in the collaboration of like, hey, cool, we just thought of this really crazy idea. How are we going to accomplish this? And now more, more conversation and dialogue happens because we're like, all right, we've got to figure out how to do this. Also, the budget is negative $12. So let's figure out how to get this to work. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was yeah, at the, an event last yeah. Sorry, I was at an event last night. It was like a a housewarming for this new gallery space in Cleveland called Spaces. Um, and there was someone at the party that was like, had green paint on them and, and sort of an outfit, but I didn't really get what it was, but that was okay. And then uh, behind her in line um, to, at the bar and, and her tag is out. And so I kind of take that as a chance to interact with this person. So I like tuck the tag in and she turns around and says, no, I want that out so that everyone knows how fat I am. It's that extra large, but whatever. And then she just turned around and, like, got a drink and left. And I was like, oh, well, okay, we're not, I guess we're not talking. Um, and then <laughs> later sure. we were <laughs> in the um, dance floor, and a lot of people weren't really dancing. And so, like, all of a sudden, I mean, the party had been going on for a while, but all of a sudden this, like, woman in stilts comes out, just, like, trotting out, like and with a top hat and like, you know, and she's just like, come on, come dance, come dance. She's like walking around calling everyone to dance. But all we're doing is pulling out our phones and taking videos. <laughs> like no one's dancing. We're just sort of looking at her, um, you know? And so I think like when, when events ask for these, ask for entertainers or performers to come, like, I think what's the goal, you know? Cause typically like, I mean, I guess is it just to make it more fun or is it to, like, get people to dance or to have conversation or to stay around and drink longer and buy more drinks? Like, I often wonder about the function of these things, especially when the organization is asking people to come. And so when you're sort of working with these organizations that want you to come and entertain, are they, are they ever saying stuff like that? Like, you know, be sure to drop this sponsor's name or any of that kind of thing, or are they just giving you free reign to do what you do? I'm, I've never had to drop a sponsor's name in conversation. Um, so 
honestly, we, I've gotten to sort of just have whatever conversation I want to have. Um, I, I think the one aspect of this is because I'm not, like, say, a regular, like, a regular performer. I'm not someone who, like, makes their, like, means of living by doing this, like, every night or every week even, that um, the expectation is of the work that I would be doing is more about the visual appeal um, that's unique more so than, like, a lot of people who do this for a living, part of their job is also to fill that bar or club or whatever. So mm-hmm. it's, it's like sort of double duty. Like, it's the expectation of, like, all right, cool, we're going to hire you to this event. I assume that means you're going to, like, get, like, 50 people to come to this. Um, yeah. That's sort of, like, not – that's been – very focused for us not to be like what we want to be. That's why this is like honestly, it's it, it, we try to it, keep it really narrow down. You know, when we would do perform, you know, these sort of like levels of performance um, to be very specific to it. You know, we're not doing it all the time. Where it, it actually still feels quite unique for us to come to an event. Um, but I mean that this is not any shade towards all the guys who like are doing this every single night because God bless you. This is hard work. Makeup is fucking expensive. Um, add costumes and wigs to that and stuff like that. So, but these guys are like so driven more so that way. Well, I think we are more driven to be um, at this point, you know, in terms of at this point, to be focused on just like a, a very specific event. Um, and, uh, yeah, the luxury that we're not having to sort of sell anything specifically. We are pretty much there for, maybe say, like, that specific event. Not, we're not there every Wednesday for this party, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's why, like, I just wonder, maybe that's why the, like, specific persona isn't, so, so important to you? That's kind of a question. Like, you know, for oh, performers, okay. yeah, people that's... are kind of, yeah. You know what I'm getting at, right? I mean, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, I think that that is one of the, maybe the luxury of not doing this as like a, a weekly thing um, is I, you know, if I definitely would, the route of being a very specific like character always, I mean, that works if you're doing this every single week, every single day. Um, doing it in the way that I'm currently doing it, um, yeah, I, I get that flexibility of being someone different every time if I desire. I can definitely repeat character without any, you know, without any problem, but also I, ha- I have that luxury of being able to do whatever I want to do. Do you think, is your beard kind of like a trademark for you, though? Um, I would say the beard as part of the look sort of like happened naturally because um, everyone in like the group I was working with decided that we were just tired of shaving and we lived our pretty much city lives with facial hair. And so it became like, just let's, let's incorporate this into the look. Um, I think now, um, there was a lot of, I mean, I've had a lot of conversations actually about the beard and the makeup because I can remember, uh, probably 10 years ago putting together a look for like for an event and having a beard um and it was sort of like a last minute look too because i was actually help- working the event um back 
stage putting together performers, like makeups and looks, and sort of like at the end was like, oh, it's out there. And we're having some of the patrons of this like event sort of joking with me, be like, oh, we forgot to shave. And it was like, okay, <laughs> is this really a problem? And I think that, you know, that wasn't necessarily a means for like just developing into like, you know, wearing a beard later in terms of costumes, but that specific interaction has always sort of stuck with me because it was like, wow, that was sort of like a really narrow view of what a costume can be, but all right, cool, have a good night. And then, you know, mm-hmm. here I am still thinking about it. Um, but there are a lot, now I just feel like now in terms of like, maybe it's because of things like I, I focus and look for because of a performance like this. Right, there are a lot of really great performers who have actually made their beard their trademark. And it really works. I mean, it, it, you know, it is very, you know, striking for these people and you, you remember them. I think people, it probably has helped us at certain events because of it. People probably recognize, um, easy to recognize what's happening or that we are, you know, that this is, you know, that we are the ones that helping, you know, out with the event or whatever with the performance stuff. But, um, I don't think it's necessarily been been the focus. It just sort of like became a let's make this work, and then you just sort of stuck with it. Mhm. But it also kind of complicates the gender of your character, I think, in interesting ways. Um, I don't know if that's something that you're kind of playing with or um, not, but I. I, you know, I, I think that there's a lot of conversations with performers in, in sort of like, you know, in this sort of capacity where you're like, well, we're always, you know, at a certain point to keep keep sort of like uh, any sort of idea open, you're going to engage in the idea of like playing around with like this gender and like, um, but I don't think that's sort of like was our focus on this per se. Um, I think if anything, when people want to talk about the beard, um, they talk about it more now in terms of, like, how did you color that like that? Less so than, mm-hmm. like, wow, the choice to wear a beard with this dress is very interesting. Would you like to tell me about it? It's more like I didn't get really engrossed more in actually, like, of the steps of covering the thing and also accenting it more so than, like, making it part of a statement, per se. I mean, we, there was, uh, we have these these characters that we would uh, um, that the troupe would do um, that are they are Jewish grandmothers, and so at that point we really wanted to you know the beard needed to you know it wasn't going away but we really need to make it feel like you know um, I don't want to say like glamorous but you know it needed to feel like no I you know it's like this part of me. I'm embracing myself in my old age, and I look fabulous, you know. And you know, like, and I think people like sort of like really like that aspect that it wasn't like we were trying to like you know flesh tone out the beard, but you know, not shave it. It was like no, let's take this hyper pigmented red paint and let's draw this perfect line beard and call it a day. And it's like no, it's just my face matches my wig. We look great. Mm-hmm. How are you doing tonight? So this troupe, do you want to talk a little bit about working in a team? Um, like, do you still do that? Or um, what are the benefits or the problems of doing that? Um, yeah, I feel like I really got into this because 
I, a sort of like a friendship that developed and, you know, we had a shared interest in performance like this. And so uh, started, you know, working together a lot, doing more performance and going out into the world and doing costumes and crazy wigs and stuff like that. Um, I, you know, collaboration is I mean, super important. And I think that, I feel like almost every project I've ever really worked on in terms of other projects, I... I openly choose them to be group efforts because I I just like what comes out of of like a, a craziness of a conversation, you know, and we make magic sort of happen. Um, I feel like I don't do as much performing these days. Um, the the group that I was sort of working with, um, everyone has sort of like actually latched on to like new projects. And for me right now, I've still working on, a, uh, like, you know, performance stuff, but actually taking it into, like, a different direction. Um, performance sort of piece, I'm working on this, uh, actually a very specific character um, with a friend, um, but the focus is actually more creating a character, uh, I mean, it's going to be 75% actually who I am as a human being, but, you know, trying to give out, like, a little more, like, flesh it out as something very specific, but um, working actually on, like, printed material and, like, video material, which is something that I have never really delved into, and this seems, uh, like, kind of like a cool sort of concept to, like, do something that, again, I don't, I don't really want to, uh, to me, this performance isn't about, say, like, a, going onto a stage performing, but something about mm-hmm. this sort of idea to me being, like, okay, this seems controlled. I kind of like the idea of, like, trying this. Let's see. Um, let's see what we can do with this. So it's getting more collaborative actually on the end of like how we develop the character more so than it actually being a group effort of uh, like, you know, two, three, four people creating a group character and then going that route. It's going to be something that's actually, um, and it's a character I don't actually have to really be. It's like, all right, cool, we could develop this character for this specific project, but I don't have to like go out and like perform this. So I don't know. It's sort of like a new way of you know, like sort of looking at what it means to develop a character. Um, but again, collaborative. I mean, I, I just I keep saying that word, and it's um, I don't and I'm repeating myself, but I I honestly do love I love working off of someone's like the cat a cat of a conversation and developing something is like one of my favorite parts of of a project and performance pieces. Um, just next leveling someone's idea of like, oh, that's great. What if we did this? Oh my God, that's crazy. But what if we did this? And like, I don't know, the sort of things that sort of like happen through that. I mean, that's like my favorite part of all of it, honestly. Mm -hmm. So wait, are you, you're also making videos with people? Is that what you were kind of just saying? So my new new, thing I'm working on is actually, um, is actually is taking performance in that direction of, of film things. Um, we're in the early stages of fleshing out, like, sort of what we want to do with this character. Um, but all the previous work I've done, I've, I've never, it's never been focused on, like, on film or video or anything like that. It's all, it's been focused very exclusively on the intimate interaction in, like, in a group or a crowd working in a room. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is actually sort of my first delving into this for the first time and what it means to actually perform um, in a more focused way as you would need for, like, video and things like that. 
So could you talk about that? Oh, like, 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 are you writing a script or, or, you know, how does the narrative arc of the performance work differently in video? So, um, it's, so it's more, I sort of, we're actually kind of developing this as sort of um, to focus on um, a book we're trying to, uh, we're like sort of like writing and sort of putting out. Um, sort of, we're kind of thinking of the idea of like, um, like we're wanting to write a um, like a a cocktail book, a hosting like sort of like cocktail party situation, um, but from the perspective of someone who sort of performs for a living. So we're actually sort of like trying to figure out like fleshing out how that really how you really want to present that. So the video aspect would actually sort of be in tandem with what we're writing here, um, as more almost like treating it as sort of like cheesy instructional videos with this character who's going to teach you how to do these things. So it does become more scripted, um, but the foundation of it, honestly, is going to be more improv, you know, more improv as we sort of go along with some of this, as we sort of develop how we, how we want to take this project. So it, it's actually incorporating a lot of things that, like, I've never really, really done before, but it just sort of seems like, I mean, it's a really, a really great sort of concept that I want to, I'm jumping onto. Yeah, that's really interesting. It, it almost sounds like a lesson in performance, too. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like the video could be viewed as its own entity without having to, you know, like I would be, I'm not um, a performer in the sense that you are, but I would be very interested in seeing the video kind of just as an object, too, um, in thinking about how performances are kind of constructed and, and also the performance of building a party, which is something that a lot of us engage in without thinking about it as such. So. Mm-hmm. That seems really interesting to me. Right. Yeah. Do you have a? Do you have a, a <laughs> I don't have a question. So I idea. To respond. <laughs> no, no, no. I just, my, I was, <laughs> I was going to ask, uh, Harrison. Do you have like a date, or is there a deadline for this video, or are you just working on it? We don't. We haven't put any deadlines in place at this point. Um, it's definitely the goal is to. Um, launch this project um, by midsummer. Um, so it's sort of like right now still um, really outlining exactly what we want to accomplish. But in the grandiose scale of like, wouldn't it be cool if we did like X, Y, and Z, you know, in the sense of really putting out like all the possibilities of like grand scale things. And then, you know, from there being like, all right, well, here's what's realistic. Go ahead and mark off the last 20 things because we're not doing that. Um, and like focus mm-hmm. on this. So we're at that stage of like, here's our, you know, developing our long list of what we kind of see this, this project being and where we want to take it. And then from there, um, start, now we're editing, I should say. Now it's mm-hmm. down to, okay, let's start editing this down, like how it's going to be. And then let's start now from here, let's start thinking how we want to approach, um, approach the, the, you know, the visuals uh, in photographs, in video, um, how we want to approach, um, do we want to keep it like cheesy instructional? Do we want to, um, you know, how, how developed or how like, how, um, how specific do you want to make this? And, you know, do we want to make this feel like a, a private conversation in someone's home? Or do you want to make it actually feel like, you know, we're in like some like studio with like bright lights and, you know, Vaseline on our teeth? Like how do you want to like take this? So we're really, we're at that stage of like, all right, the world is our oyster. So, at what? Where do we want to like? Where do we want to? You know, where do we serve this? 
Cool. I have a follow-up question about that. Um, do you have Do you have any ideas about how you might want to distribute it, or like what context you'd present it in? Um, we're not. I mean, honestly, you know, at this point, social media is such a big thing. That I feel like with small-scale videos like this, um, and, and I thought because we don't want we're not going to be like ten-minute videos. They'd be like you know, one minute to like a minute and 30 second video. We want to keep it like, you know, light fodder. Works really well for like for social media. Because I feel like, you know, honestly, that's where most people are engaged in things through feeds like that. Um, so the idea of taking like, you know, focusing like on Instagram and, to, you know, apps like that where it is truly about the image more so than, you know, long posts of text. Um, sort of playing it for that. Um, but I know the, one of the, I mean, the ultimate goal, honestly, is the development of, of the book um, and all the, the sort of like ideas and something put into that with all the imagery and then getting to honestly like have the, the fun comes in with us testing this, the videos and stuff like that. So it's exciting. Yeah, I, it's also like one of those things in my head where I'm like, wow, this could really suck. And go ahead and like jumping over that hurdle to be like, you know what, we're just going to make it happen. No, I think it sounds great. I just, I, I wonder like about the context because I immediately see it in like a fine art context and that just might be my own like kind of occupational hazard. But like social media seems um, like to me a little bit too natural for it in a way. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, no. it depends on what you want it to do. It seems like that makes sense for what you're kind of interested in. But I just think it would – I could see it being really interesting in a context where people have to, like, kind of consider the, the entire structure of it. Um, whereas I think sometimes, like, social media, the, the kind of social aspect of it is almost taken for granted unless it's something that's kind yeah. of decontextualized within that environment, which I think Danny kind of does. Like, I think, Danny, yeah. sometimes your work um, – it's, it seems like it should belong more in a fine art context, but then you move it out of that. And I wonder if the mm -hmm. kind of opposite operation would be interesting in this case. Mm -hmm. um, I just wonder about that. I think either one would be great, but um, yeah. Yeah, it sounds really exciting, and I look forward to seeing it wherever you decide to put that. But these have been some really great questions about that. Hopefully, thanks for sharing that new idea with us. <clears throat> Yeah, absolutely. I, it's like such, you know, early stage stuff that I was actually talking to another person collaborating with about it, and he was like, oh, my God, perfect. Talk about it. Just fill the beans. And I was like, well, we still have a lot to consider, but um, I will. Absolutely. <laughs> That's also one of those things I feel like when you talk about a new project, um, it's like good to, you know, actually put it out there to like, what? It keeps you from dragging your feet. I feel like that's a big thing with a lot of like projects like that. You're like, I have this idea. Uh, I'll think about it later. And it's like, I think that's why I, I really like the idea of collaboration because honestly, you're at you, you're always going to be have someone checking in on things. I'm going to check in on like where you always things. You're going to check in on me. We really do hold each other accountable. That way, we mm -hmm. don't sit on good ideas, which, which is really easy to do. That's exciting. Yeah. All right. I think that's our time. Thank you, guys. That was a I really whole hour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God.
I love it. Thanks for having me, Danny. This was great. Of course. Danielle, thanks for thanks talking to me. <laughs> yeah, of course. I'm really excited to learn about your um, your performance performative practice, and I look forward to seeing you know seeing it develop more. Like I'm I'm kind of curious to see how this exists, and maybe like, do you announce when you're going to be at a place, or no? Uh, yeah, for the most part, we you know in terms of planning, we'll definitely uh, make some sort of like like social media announcement or something like that. Um, so people tend to know if we're going to do something, and um, yeah, it's out there. Okay, cool. I want I kind of want to see something yeah. in person, so that's why I asked. Awesome. All right. Well, you guys can be in touch. Okay. Bye, guys. Nice meeting you. <laughs> okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Dialogic Art Workshop. <laughs>